0: Good evening, this is Maddie Billings with KSOM and KS95 News. A second round of heavy snow is forecast for southwest and central Iowa. Tom Robinson has more on this. Hunker down,
1: another winter storm is forecast to move through Iowa's southwest and central region on Thursday and Friday. Brad Small, a meteorologist with the National Weather Service in Des Moines, says we could see a skiff of snow this evening, but that is certainly not the main weather story as we end the week. Uh,
2: we're looking at another widespread heavy snow event for much of central Iowa with accumulations. Anywhere from 6 to 10 inches uh, from the Atlantic area through the Des Moines metro and into the, in fact, into the upper Mississippi
1: Valley. Small says this system will be more of a fluffy variety rather than the wet snow event that moved through the area earlier this week. This might be conducive for shoveling, but the bad news is... bad news
2: is, with it being fluffy um, and colder, that that's going to blow around quite a bit more. Winds will be stronger with this event. We'll be looking at wind gusts in excess of 40 miles per hour in many places as we get into friday so this snow will be conducive to blow around And we could see blizzard and near blizzard conditions in some locations, especially to the east of Atlantic.
1: Small says this event will have multiple hazards with blowing and drifting snow, followed by several days of Arctic air with temperatures well below zero. He says the winter storm should arrive late Thursday afternoon and into Friday with the snow tapering off Friday afternoon or Friday evening. High winds will follow this. The National Weather Service issued a winter storm watch for all of Iowa from Thursday evening through Friday evening. I'm Tom Robinson reporting.
0: And a winter storm warning is in effect from 3 p.m. Thursday to noon Friday for Harrison, Shelby, Pottawatomie, Mills, Montgomery, Fremont, and Page Counties. The bone-chilling temperatures forecast in the coming days could cause various problems, including frozen pipes inside your home. During bitterly cold snaps, Atlantic Municipal Utilities receives numerous calls of frozen pipes inside homes and businesses when the temperatures plummet. Steve Chepkes, AMU general manager, talks about preventative measures such as insulating pipes.
2: A lot of times the pipes that freeze can be in a crawl space or kind of an unheated space of the house. So insulating the pipes is one of the first
0: things you can do, those more exposed pipes. Chepkes says to let your faucet drip, especially at night.
2: By keeping the faucet open and just let it drip a little bit, it helps relieve the pet pressure in the pipe. And a lot of times that'll be enough to avoid freezing. You don't need to leave it on and, and run a steady stream, because that'll use up a lot of water, but just just a steady drip.
0: And disconnect garden hoses from the outside water faucet, open cabinet doors to allow heat to get in, and know the location in the basement of the water shutoff valves.:
2: Something that like this does happen. You know right where to go to try to get the water shut off in, that's coming into your house and but if, if that's the part that's frozen and damaged. Uh, Give us a call and we'll come out and try to get it, the water disconnected um, from the shutoff outside your house uh, if need be.
0: To save money on heating costs, program your thermostat to 60 to 65 degrees at night and 68 degrees during the day. One of the Midwest's longest tenured country music festivals will continue its 16th year at Adventureland Resort in Altoona. Guthrie's River Ruckus is moving locations and changing dates after 15 years in its hometown of Guthrie Center. The Ruckus 2024 will take place June 7th through the 8th in Altoona. The festival will be strategically situated in an area just west of the Altoona theme park. This relocation coincides with Adventureland's 50th celebration. The move offers festival goers a wider selection of lodging options, including Adventureland Inn and Campground, restaurants, shopping, full hookup camping on site, and paved parking. As a bonus, all festival tickets include admission to Adventureland Theme Park and Adventure Bay Water Park throughout the two-day event. Details on tickets, camping, and the acts performing during the festival will be announced soon. For more information, visit Guthrie'sRiverRuckus.com. The Adair County Board of Supervisors this morning approved the hiring of an additional part-time employee in the Veterans Affairs Office. Veterans Affairs Commissioner John Schilberg explained that when Administrator Gwen Johnston was out of office for training and medical reasons, they had Wendy Lane come in and answer phones, take notes, and sometimes make appointments.
2: Wendy has been doing that for free, and I think that uh, we need to pay her something if she's going to actually be doing something in there. We just need her to fill in when Gwen can't be in the office.
0: The board approved the hire of Lane on an as-needed basis at $15 per hour. In other news, the supervisors approved the fiscal year 24 budget amendment and appropriations resolution following a public hearing in which there were no comments. The Montgomery County Board of Supervisors approved the county's five-year program. County engineer Karen Albert says the funding indication for this program is $1.1 million. However, she says the engineer estimate is a little over $1.2 million. The project
2: is funded by federal funds. You look at what's in your um, state transportation program, the amount, 1.1, and you can't go over 15%. So 15% of that would be one26 six. So we're kind of right there at the, you know, at the 15%, so this is a revision in order to increase that amount within our state transportation program to 1.3, just to make sure that we are, you know, covered.
0: Unforeseen circumstances have arisen since the adoption of the program, including funding and the timing of the proposed work plan. The change required the supervisor's approval to modify the projects listed in the five-year plan. Albert also mentioned during her report, trucks were out at 5 a.m. on Tuesday and shut down for the day at 6 p.m. She says the trucks will operate at regular business hours and the blades will be out until 6 p.m. this evening. More news online at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Eddie Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News.